This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. On the line, Professor Dion Foster. He's the head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology. He's also the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. And here he is. Happy that this Thursday feels like a Friday morning, Dion. Morning, Brad. Yeah, yeah. As just before we came on air, I said, wow, it's Friday. For some people. <laughs> For some people. <laughs> that, was, that was your exact reaction when I did it the first time. Yeah, you missed the eye-rolling part. You, you couldn't see the yeah. eye-rolling. <laughs> but, Brad, we are so grateful to you. And, and of course, we know there are many of our listeners who will be uh, keeping the economy going. And that, right. I think, is also a part of our heritage, that Absolutely. we are a working people. So what a blessing that is. Yeah, Dion, why is it that we, we read the Word of God and we realize this is how we could be living and uh, what God wants to give us to enjoy life and life to the full? And then we look at our lives and then we say, this doesn't seem to, to match. There's like a little bridge that we need to build between what's possible and what we're experiencing. We need to figure out the how. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Brad, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we seldom live our lives truly in relation to the person of Christ mm. and the witness and testimony that we have in the Scriptures. I mean, let's be honest, for most of us, I, I, I need to confess this even for myself, my life is far more easily shaped and formed by culture, mm. by media and advertising, by what the world tells me. Uh, you know, a, a man should be, a husband should be, a father should be. And, and I have a sense that sometimes, um, because we are living our lives in that way, we, we, can, we can never, ever find satisfaction mm. in things that are not true, things that are not worthy. And so even though we may chase after those things, they're a little bit like what we read in, in the Old Testament, like chasing after the wind. Yeah. Now, this week, um, one of the readings that I covered in my devotions was was Matthew chapter 9 from verses 9 to 13. Uh, That is the calling of Matthew, the tax collector. Now, I've probably read this passage thousands of times in my life, but you know how wonderful the Lord is. You read it and suddenly you see something new. And verse 9 starts like this. It says, as Jesus went from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting in a tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed me. Now, I've, I've preached sermons on this where, you know, I've said to people, this is what it means to follow, and this is, you know, why you must follow Jesus. But, you know, for the first time when I listened to this passage, when I read it this week, I asked myself the question, I wonder in what way Jesus actually presented that, that uh, invitation to yes. Matthew. Now, think, let's think about it for a moment. There are many different ways in which Jesus could have said, follow me. He could have made it a question. He could have mm-hmm. said, Matthew, um, you know, you've got some financial success. You're recognized by the Romans. Are you willing to give that up and follow me? It could have been a question. It could have been a command. It could have been to say, Matthew, the thing that you are doing now is never going to bring you life. It will never bring you fullness. Sure. Uh, you're chasing after the wind. Hmm. I'm commanding you, give that up and follow me. It could, of course, have been a word of counsel, a word of of comfort. Jesus could have looked at him and said, wow, I can see everybody hates you. (laughs) You're a tax collector. (laughs) Uh, Don't be so down. Follow me. Follow my way. And and you'll find that there is blessing and fullness uh, and truth in life. Now, I just want to say that the blessing for me in that little discovery 
read is that, of course, Jesus' voice comes to us in all of those ways. Sometimes it's a command, sometimes it's an invitation, Mm. sometimes it's counsel, sometimes it's comfort. And this is the nature of Christ. And if we would just have have the courage to say, Lord, what I want to do is live my life according to your will, to your principles, would you speak to me today in the way in which I need to hear it? And for some of our listeners, it does need to be counsel to say, don't worry, I'm going to lead you to freedom, to sufficiency, to life. Come and follow me. For some of us, it is rebuke. Hey, Dion, stop doing that. Get off that path and follow this path. So my prayer is today, sisters and brothers, let's open our ears and say, Lord, would you speak to me and speak to me in the way in which I need to be spoken to. Not a generic term, but speak to me. Yeah, what a what a powerful thing to say because this is a, a, a we were talking about the crucifixion early on, but now Jesus very much alive, seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, and really so interested in our lives. And I think we forget that He speaks, and we also don't take the time to listen. And I, and for some people, Dion, this is how do I hear? How do I know what's my own thinking in my head? What is the prompting of the Holy Spirit? Um, and for some people, that's the start of the journey before even hearing God telling us which is the best way and where we should be going. But first to learn how to hear. Brad, and that's where it begins. You know? <laughs> I remember when my children were long, young saying to them, you have to learn to listen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no. and, and I think just, just today, the one thing that all of us can do is we can mm. say, Lord, speak. Yes. Your servant is listening. Speak to me, please. I want to hear. I long to hear. I'm not sure how I do it, but I know that you know how to speak to me. So speak, Lord. And very often it comes to that, you know, a word from a colleague, something from Scripture, a vision, uh, an insight, a movement of the heart. All that I know, Brad, is that Mm. God wants to speak to each and every single one of us today if we would just listen. Yeah, all we have to do is listen. And you can't listen with the TV on and you can't hear God when you... scrolling through Facebook, and those aren't the opportunities to hear from God. So we have to be intentional in this crazy, noisy world to be able to set time aside to hear what God has to say to us. Professor Dion Foster, thank you so much. Um, whatever you do tomorrow, enjoy it and bry it. So, you know, if you normally have wheat picks, if you normally have wheat picks, just break it down the middle and then just do it a few sides to, you know, just a few sides. But on each side, it's rare and then enjoy it. So whatever you do tomorrow, uh, be safe and have a wonderful time with your family. Thank you, my friend, and blessings to you and to our listeners. <laughs> Thanks, Dion. Bye-bye. Bye, then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.